all the good things. We got all the good things. American classics, you know, like Hooters. Bunnies, bees, and buddies. Boo, bee, boo, booby boo. Uh, the dogs are way quicker to trust humans and be more friendly with the people who come and visit them. And the kids are getting better at reading. Yeah, you didn't know that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, like I know that about cuddlefish? <laughs> Shocker that on the day that she decided to meditate and light candles and pray, Maria got completely better. Uh, they've seen a lot of people show up from the schools asking how they can be of help. The thing I think I love most is how dedicated she is to the ones that she loves. Let the be peace. Happy Monday. What's up? We're back. Thank you to everyone who has been listening, subscribing, and giving us awesome feedback. We appreciate you. We love you so much. It does not go unnoticed. And thank you to everyone who has liked, rated, or subscribed to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It helps us get discovered by more people, and we really appreciate that as well. You are the best. More good stories for more good people. We got some good stories for you today, too. Yes, we do. <laughs> but before we talk about those, we're going to talk about good stories that are happening in our lives. Oh, yeah. do you want to go first? I have had the best week ever. Woo! Love it. Because... I adopted a dog. Hi, bear. I'm bear, a forever fur mom. <laughs> so I'm also on this mission because I was fostering the dogs first. And normally if the foster adopts the dog, they call it a foster fail. But technically it's not really a fail because the dog found a forever home. So I'm trying to use the word forever foster instead of foster fail. Yeah, why, would they, why would they put fail in there? That seems... Unnecessary, right? It's, it's, like, <laughs> yeah. like, it's definitely not a fail. <laughs> it's sad and harsh, but so yeah, Bear is now my forever fur baby, and I love him with my whole entire heart. He's adorable, and he's getting so much smarter and so much more well behaved and so much more trained. Awesome. He also got a bunch of god moms. Kristen and I love our little fur baby as well. We're the <laughs> yes. spoiling aunts. Yes. I, I can tell the difference as soon as I got here in his energy. I think you can tell that he's here forever. Yeah. So he's on better behavior. Oh, <laughs> mm -hmm. good boy. He's barking less. I think he just feels safer. Yeah. 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 He's very attached to you. Yeah. It's cute. Also, on March 3rd, my dad was 30 years cancer free. Woo! That's Wee! such an accomplishment. Mm -hmm. 30 years cancer free. That's huge. And I wanted to call it out now because it happened this week. And if you want to hear a story, you can head back to episode one to be alive. That's longer than y'all have Brown. been alive. It is. It is longer than we've been alive. Crazy. What about you, Melissa? My good thing is that this week, my brother-in-law and my nephew from England were here visiting, James and Harley. The one and only James. James, my best friend, James. Your best friend, James, <laughs> from episode six to be honor. I gotta meet him. Yeah, it's very exciting. Think. <laughs> He's Honor great. Honorable. James, my mom is a huge fan. <laughs> um, and it was super awesome. I got to show him a bunch of American classics, you know, like Hooters and In and Out. <laughs> why is that? Why is that the why number one American classic? <laughs> You know, that's what we're known for over here. And M&M's and Gatorade. They have m and <laughs> in England? You didn't take them to a baseball game? They or... went to a, the LAFC <laughs> game and they saw David Beckham. You didn't want to get him a hot dog or a burger. They got in and out. Oh, that's true, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
in and outs definitely a staple if you come to California. Yeah. True. But so is Gatorade, apparently. Just Americans. They don't have Gatorade and... Nope. Wow. I well, know. it's probably good. It has a lot of sugar in it. <laughs> <laughs> Girl Scout cookies, did you have those? No. Do they have Girl Scouts? In... No. Oh, is that an American thing too? I think so. Wow. Actually, I don't oh. know. Hmm. What about uh, you, Kristen? What was your good thing? My good thing was getting a lot of time to ground down at home because uh, last episode I talked about how my back was doing a weird thing. And so pretty much from Wednesday night through Sunday or probably even Monday, I just stayed home and iced and watched lots of cool, um, what's the word I'm searching for? Movies. TV shows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but not just TV shows or uh, YouTube movies, videos. but educational things. So oh. I was able to expand my consciousness and viewpoint in many different things. And so that, I really enjoyed that. I think that really shows how Kristen is as a person. She's like, I'm in pain, but I'm going to expand my brain space. <laughs> like, I'm in pain, but I appreciate it because it helps me understand what other people are going through. <laughs> and I was able to lay down and learn. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, it was. It was great. I Just really so you it. all know. So me, my mom, Melissa, and her extended family were all at dinner. And we invited Kristen. And she decided not to come because her back was hurting, which is understandable. also really understandable. But who passes on Mexican food to lay down and do nothing? <laughs> I was super in my zone. I was I was getting well. Actually, at that point, I had shifted to John Wick because I'd never seen it. Oh, oh yeah. you yeah. missed a really good burrito, though. We'll have to go back. <laughs> it's okay. Esme, do you have a good story you want to tell us about? I do, and I'm super excited because. It has to do with someone else and their forever fur baby as well. But this person is a really good friend of mine. Her name is Kelly. And her fur baby is not a dog. It's a bunny. Bunny Bunny. rabbit. Bunny rabbit. Bunny holes. (laughs) Call back to to be honor. Episode number six, to be honor. There's just so much good stuff in that one. I know. Anyways, my story is about my good friend Kelly. I met her in college. And the best way I could describe her is that if you could take sunshine and the feeling that it gives you and bundle it up into like liquid form and then Kelly drank it, she would just like she just exudes that kind of energy. You know what I mean? What an awesome description. That's the name of uh, the oil you gave me for the diffuser. Was liquid, liquid sunshine? Liquid sunshine. Oh. <laughs> okay, Kelly, I'm going to have to get you this essential oil because it totally matches your vibe. She is just very, very intelligent. She was a Fulbright scholar. Like she won the Fulbright Award and was in Amsterdam for a whole entire year teaching kids English. So she just has like a natural capacity to be a teacher. She also is Hawaiian and Japanese. And she was a really big leader at our college because she taught people how to do the hula. Yeah, that's awesome. She's cool. She taught me how to hula. And I saw on her Instagram story the other day just her life with her her forever bunny, whose name is Maria Chan. She first met Maria at the preschool that she used to work for. So Kelly's sister has a bunny rabbit named Nestor, and she would bring him into the school all the time to meet Maria so that they weren't alone. So Maria Chan is the girl bunny rabbit, and Nestor is the boy bunny rabbit. 
and they got to hang out all the time together and they ended up developing a super big friendship and bond and actually fell in love. Aww. Yeah, so they fell in love and they just became best friends. So they ended up hanging out all the time. I think Kelly's sister actually adopted Maria from the preschool so that she could be around Nestor all the time. (gasps) Yeah. They're bunny soulmates. So just little, little bunny rabbit love. Sadly, Nestor passed away. The life of a bunny rabbit is short. And Maria lived on, but you could tell that Maria was really sad. So Kelly decided to adopt Maria from her sister because Kelly has more time and space in her life to give Maria lots of attention and she also has more grass for Maria to run around in. So Kelly is now Maria Chan's mom and they hang out all the time and Kelly's sister is still her best friend. So they're like this trio of a bunny friendship. That's amazing. Is Maria an outdoor bunny? I think so. From what it sounds like, it sounds like she's an outdoor bunny because there's grass, a lot of grass for her to run around in. And that only makes sense outside. Yeah. Yeah. So Maria's also really cute. Apparently she does a lot of really sweet things for Kelly. So she'll wait up for Kelly and run out to her when she comes home from work. Even if it's super late at night, and even if it's raining, she'll like run out of her little bunny home and go greet Kelly. Oh, right? so, so cute. cute. And then she also really wants to make sure Kelly's safe. So she won't go back into her little bunny home until she knows that Kelly locked her door. That's so cute. Right? It's precious. And I never knew bunnies had this much personality. Uh, it's kind of yeah. similar to, to Max. Yeah. You're a bearded dragon. Ooh, she is testy right now because oh, really? she's shedding. Oh. And so she's... <laughs> sassy girl. She's super sassy right now. <laughs> super sassy. She'll, like, I'll go to pet her and she'll be like... <laughs> like, chill. Death stare. Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch me, I'm shedding. <laughs> Anyways, so... Maria and Kelly are best friends. They love each other so much. And Maria totally looks out for Kelly all the time by doing those adorable little things. So one day, Kelly took Maria into the vet because she was acting really, really tired and her eyes were kind of glazed over and she was really concerned. So one day, Kelly noticed that Maria was acting really tired and that her eyes were kind of glazed over. So she took her into the vet because she was really concerned. And the vet just put Maria on some antibiotics and told Kelly to watch her really closely and to see if things ever improved. So she kept watching Maria and she brought her back in for another checkup because the antibiotics weren't really working and Maria seemed to be getting worse and worse every single day. And at that point, the vet told Kelly that it was most likely a fatal disease that could not be cured and they weren't sure, but they just continued with antibiotics for the time being. No. I know. She's already even had her heart broken by Nestor. No. So they kept her on antibiotics so things weren't getting better. And the week after that, Maria was so weak and she wasn't eating. And the vet told Kelly that it was so serious that she had to put her down that day because there was pretty much no chance that at Maria's age, as a bunny, she would survive. Aww. Man, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. I know, guys. The story took a turn. The story (laughs) took a turn. But Kelly asked the vet if they could just wait one more week because Kelly really believed that Maria would get better 
And the vet just kind of sadly looked at Kelly and said, okay, like, whatever you want, you're the rabbit's mom. So that week, Kelly was just so sad and was bawling every single day, thinking that she had to put down her best, best buddy friend, Maria. And the night before they were going to put Maria down, Kelly picked her up and walked her down the street. She sat in the grass under the stars with her and just kind of held her and cuddled her and thanked her for being with her. And she was apologizing to Maria for what she was going to have to do the next day. So this sad. is like the fault in our stars. <laughs> <laughs> but with my beautiful friend Kelly and her, her fur baby rabbit, Maria. So Kelly woke up on the day of the appointment. She lit a bunch of candles. She meditated. She prayed. She cleaned the house and Maria's house. And then she drove her to the vet to, to do the thing. And Kelly's holding back tears at the vet's office, waiting for their turn to go so she can put Maria down. And the lady at the vet asked if she wanted the ashes back. And Kelly just started bawling in the office. And then the lady just left and apologized. And she was like, I'm sorry, and, and walked away. So Kelly gives her to the vet, is like all ready to put her down. And then the vet comes in, takes Maria, checks her out. And he has a really, really concerned face when he walks back out to Kelly. And so Kelly asks, what's wrong? And he just says, your bunny is perfectly healthy. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with her. Yay! I had a feeling this is where it was going. Right? Yes. <laughs> it had to I, would, good I would not share a story where yeah, a bunny died <laughs> on this podcast. So Kelly just sat there in complete shock. Then Maria peed on the vet and looked around, sniffing to try to find her yogurt treats. Oh, <laughs> Was it the same vet that said that she was going to die? Yeah. So <laughs> Kelly was just like, this man told me two weeks ago that, that Maria was, had a fatal disease and I had to put her down. And now she has no symptoms, no problems. She actually gained weight. And then it was really funny because she posted this on her story. She goes, and then Maria has the audacity to ask me for yogurt treats at a time <laughs> like this. <laughs> and after that, for the other days afterwards, Maria has been as lively as ever. She's been running around, eats everything, thumps at Kelly when she doesn't want to cuddle her as soon as she gets home. And I asked Kelly what she loves most about Maria. And she goes... I love a lot of things about Maria, but the thing I think I love most is how dedicated she is to the ones that she loves. Aww. When I first met Maria, she was really, really scared of people. They think that she was horribly mistreated before she was sent to the Humane Society, and Maria would often scratch and hide. But over time, she developed a lot of trust with her, and Maria has become a very affectionate bunny, often nuzzling Kelly's neck and running up to her when she comes home from work. Hmm. So sweet. That's so sweet. So Kelly and Maria are funny. happily alive. They're still cuddling. Maria's getting all the yogurt treats. And Kelly's getting all the cuddles. What's a yogurt treat? I don't know. Like a, a snack? A small yogurt bite, probably. For bunnies. I imagine Apparently bunnies um, like it. What are those yogurt-covered co raisins? Raisinettes? <gasps> That's what I'm imagining. Also, shocker that on the day that she decided to meditate and light candles and pray, Maria got completely better. Yeah. Just saying. I wonder what she was praying ja about. Jarasta. 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 <laughs> Melissa, 
Yeah. What's your good story about? Well, I'm going to tell you, Kristen. Can't wait. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, my good story is about a lot of solutions and organizations that people are taking to save and promote bee wellness. Woo! We love the bees. Fun fact, Melissa actually means honeybee. Um, I so thought you were about to start talking in the third person. <laughs> I, was just, I thought you were too. I was like, like whoa, oh, where is this going? <laughs> uh, no. Melissa does mean honeybee, so we're sweet and we fly. <laughs> okay. Back to the story. <laughs> also, honeybees are basically fairies. I know. They sure mm-hmm. are. Little fairies. Because they're tiny little things that fly around and sprinkle... Pixie dust. Sprinkle dust over the world. Also known as pollen. Also known as pollen or fairy dust <laughs> because they help things grow and bloom and become alive. Anywho, so bees are very important to agriculture across the globe. And currently, thanks to Michigan State University's research... Bees are responsible for one out of every three bites of food we eat. That's 30% of the world. That's That's a lot of percent. That's a lot of percent. That's a lot of bites, friends. And another statistic is the economic value of pollination services by bees in the U.S. is $365 billion annually. And it affects 50 to 80% of the world's food supply. That's how much the economic value of pollination services through bees Wow. Wow. So so we should be spending at least that much to save the bees. Yes. Right? <laughs> so if you see a bee, a honeybee, pollinating, doing its thing, let the bee do its thing. You know? Let them put their pixie dust Let the bee be. Let the bee be. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Okay. Back. Everything is an opportunity for song in my world. Let the bee be his. Damn, the story bro. behind that song is really cool. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It'll be on our next episode. Sure will. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so bees are this important for all of our agriculture. And unfortunately, many industrial agriculture practices are currently endangering the livelihood of their pollination. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. The rise of large-scale monocultural crops like wheat, rice, or just pesticides and incesticides. Um, They're killing individual bees and their colonies and poisoning the nectar and pollen which bees feed to larvae, so for them to create their babies. Is it larvae? Larvae. Larva. Larva. If we took away bees, if they weren't here, we would have to pay skyrocketing prices for a much smaller range of foods. Um, And that's according to Earth Justice as well. They did a study on this. So if they're bringing us this much money in, we should at least take care of them. Unless you want to just live in a world that has I'm not concerned about the money. I'm concerned about the 30% of food that (laughs) (laughs) they help put in my belly. Food. Get in my belly. Absolutely. Luckily, I've got some buzzing solutions. Ooh. <laughs> um, there's some organizations taking initiative to help save and protect bees, as well as earn money for more bee research and protection services. One of them that I love is called Avaz, which means voice in several languages. Avaz. 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 Is a global web movement calling on the U.S. and European Union decision makers 
to sign a petition to ban harmful pesticides. And so far, they have almost 3 million signatures. That's awesome. Right? That's a lot. That's good. So everyone go to Avaz and sign the petition, as well as a few other organizations that I want to pinpoint are um, Burt's Bees. If you guys know about them, they're an American-based company that does chapstick, skincare, all sorts of things like that. Did you guys ever do that thing in middle school where you put the Burt's Bees chapstick under your eyes and it makes you cry? Oh my, I forgot it. We did it with Vicks. You did it with Vicks? Yeah. Does that actually work? No, I mean, I think so, definitely, yeah. yeah it definitely, definitely makes you cry. <laughs> I mean, it makes you look teary-eyed. Yeah. I don't know why that was a thing that we did. We also would make each other pass out in junior high. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I never did that. <laughs> Is that the hanging upside down thing? No, you just like, you hold, you get someone to hold right That's here. so unsafe. I know. <laughs> like, what That's doing? literally choking people I know. until they pass out. <laughs> uh, middle school. What a time, time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, Natural selection. <laughs> Burt's Bees also funds sustainable beekeeping efforts uh, through the Burt's Bees Greater Good Foundation. So they support, you know, the United States, Canada, Mexico in specific with their attempts to grow more healthy, beautiful bees. Very sweet. So support them as well. And lastly, I want to call out Friends of Honeybees. Aww. Which is just a cute that name. Sounds really That's a really sweet. cute name, but a cuter name would be Friends of Fairies. <laughs> Friends, of fairies. Friends of Fairies. Um, they promote more of a local consumer action by selling this beautiful sterling silver necklace that has a glowing drop of honey in the center. And it's to represent the entire amount of honey produced by one worker bee in her lifetime. Aww. A single drop? That's what so hard cool. work. How long do bees live? You're the Google Good queen. Good question. <laughs> I know the queen lives longer than the workers. Let's yes. And the necklace only costs twelve dollars and fifty cents. Aww. And the proceeds support nonprofits, so it's a really nice cause. And, and the bees. And it's for bees. The collection is called the New Amber Collection. If you're looking for it anywhere. So it's a drop of honey and amber. No, in sterling silver. In sterling silver. Mm -hmm. I like. The lifespan of a honeybee depends on the type of bee it is. Drone bees, which are the male bees hatched from unfertilized eggs, live for around eight weeks. Sterile worker bees tend to live for up to six weeks during summer and five months or more during winter. Mm. And another fun fact about bees is that the ones that you see pollinating everywhere are the men bees, the drone worker bees. And the woman, the queen bee, is the bee that just continues to make more babies. <laughs> you want to hear something really cool? <laughs> yes. A bee becomes a queen bee thanks to the efforts of the existing worker bees in the hive. A young larva, newly hatched baby insect, is fed special food called royal jelly by Ooh. the worker bees. Royal jelly is richer than the food given to the worker larva and is necessary for the larva to develop into a fertile queen bee. Oh my gosh. Aww. Bees are cool. Let's just shout out bees for having a matriarchal society. Good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> We love you, fairies. We got those worker drone male bees. <laughs> you go do all the work. I'm going to sit here in my hive and eat the royal jelly. jelly. The royal <laughs> jelly. <laughs> Feed me royal jelly from birth. <laughs> that's so good. That's and they just cool. be a larva. The drone bees develop from unfertilized eggs. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. shocking to me, actually. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. How can you develop from something unfertilized? How can different kinds of insects and animals turn from female to male when needed? Mm-hmm. Can Nature I say one more cool. fun, fun animal fact yeah. Yeah. about the cuttlefish? Oh yeah, cuttlefish is awesome. Cuttlefish yeah. are so cool. The male cuttlefish will try to mate with the girls, but sometimes a male cuttlefish is too small and the girls don't want to mate with it. So what it does is it shrinks itself and turns its color to look more like a female and then joins a bigger male's harem of female cuttlefish and then mates with the females underneath the bigger male cuttlefish that thinks it's a girl cuttlefish. What? You yeah. didn't know that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, like I know that about cuttlefish? <laughs> But everybody knew that about cuddle. I watched a whole video on it. Oh my gosh. Just like whales, they need to have a third whale to be able to mate. Oh, really? Yeah. So like two whales, they'll be mating. And then like a third one, like their buddy, will like be underneath them. Oh, so they can float. float. (laughs) Isn't that cute? So So one's just like always there. Dang, Get whales. whales. <laughs> I learned that in social studies in middle school. Why social studies? It was in our textbook. That's it was really underlined. Cool. Okay, so clearly cool. someone wanted me to see it. Did you know that when some uh, male whales ejaculate, it's, oh the, it's the amount of a uh, Olympic-sized swimming pool? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Think about that next time you go swimming oh in the ocean. God. I'm just imagining the third whale, like, hurry up, guys. I want to go swimming. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Wow. Mm. Fun, fun fact. Animals are cool. Protect them. Love them. And appreciate them. All right, Kristen. Woo-woo. Close us out. Surprise, surprise. My story is about animals as well. No way. No way. Oh, my God. It is about the Humane Society in Missouri. Um, They have a lot of dogs that are rescued off the street, like most humane societies, but then also dogs who are coming from abusive situations, uh, which means that they don't have a huge trust for humans. And while the, the situation inside the Humane Society is better than living on the street and better than being in the abusive situation, you can still get pretty lonely because some of the dogs are there for a while. They saw this need and the runner of the Humane Society had this brilliant idea of teaming up with the schools in the neighboring areas and creating the Shelter Buddies reading program where kids from ages five or six to 15 would come to the shelter and read stories to the dogs. Aww. I know. Oh, so cute. And I love this. Yeah, and so the, the dogs get company and they get time with humans building the trust factor while the kids get to work on their reading skills. Wow. And on top of that, like what a what a friendly audience with some puppies. Yeah. Just right? listening to you read. Wouldn't you be more motivated to read if you're reading to dogs? <laughs> oh, absolutely. That should be a mandatory school lesson. That's great. We're all going to read to puppies. Yeah. It or would also help people with a speech impediment. Like me. Like Kristen. I would love it. Think about how much happier you would have been if you were like trying to say your words to a dog instead of like to yourself alone in your room. Girl. 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 Whoa. <laughs> and the puppy's just like, yeah, yeah, you got yeah, it. good job. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh, 
but they they've had so much success with it. The uh, the dogs are way quicker to trust humans and be more friendly with the people who come and visit them. And clearly, out of simple practice, the kids are getting better at reading. Do the kids ever adopt any of these dogs that they read to? I hope so. That would be great. Oh my gosh. That'd be cute. They just become best friends and they're like, I'm taking you home. I'm sure that My that mom and dad are going like to I didn't read specifically that that happened, but I hope that it does. Is it sure. a volunteer program or do they partner with a specific school? It's... I think it's a, a volunteer program, and they the shelter reaches out to the schools. But apparently, their community is really involved anyway, and a lot of uh, they've seen a lot of people show up from the schools asking how they can be of help, and then that's mm. where it that's where it kicked off. Let's get that in every single humane society. Right? Everyone, yeah, that that's such a simple thing that benefits everyone. That'd be such a good field trip to to take elementary school kids on, just to take all of your class. They were going on a field trip to go play with puppies and you get to read to them. I would be so excited to read as a kid yeah. if I was reading to a dog. I go by the Pasadena Humane Society all the time. Next time I'm there, I'll offer that up as a, totally. as a recommendation. Because mm-hmm. there are so many schools in Pasadena. Did you know that in Pasadena, it has the, the highest rate of private schools in an area in the whole entire country? No. no. Yeah. And I, I believe it. They're know that. everywhere. They're everywhere. Even when you don't, like, you'll be driving down a neighborhood street and there'll be a giant building just bigger than the houses. That's private school. Gotcha. Or in unsuspecting places, yeah. So we got rich people. <laughs> <laughs> Passing a rich man. <laughs> but, the, so I'm saying there's a lot of different schools who could take advantage of that that are really close to the Humane Society. Yeah. So it'd be an easy field trip. James, if you're listening, this is something you could do in England for your school. (laughs) Also, I'm holding Bear right now, and he really likes to be held like a baby and flip his head backwards to just hang along. And when he does that, his top lip gets really loose and floppy, and it's very, very cute. It is. I can see his teeth. I know. It's so silly. I love how all of our stories were about animals today. It makes me really happy. I know. And it was all stories that start with B. Bunnies. Bees and buddies. Boo, bee, boo. Boo, bee, boo. Boo, bee, boo. Boo, Thank you for listening. Uh, we hope you have a wonderful Monday. Please like, rate, or subscribe. And subscribe. <laughs> and share Do us with all your friends. Do all the things. All the things. All the good things. Check us out on Instagram and share your good stories. See you next week. All the good things. We got all the good things. A story to uplift and moments of bliss To remind us all that life is a gift And because we truly care All the good things we share All the good things